The man you saved has come to worship you. The man you saved has come to worship you. Sing it for yourself tonight. Sing it. and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on high on sharpens high on trust. Our night was restful. Today we will start um, a new chapter from the Bible, from the book of Hebrews, and we will be reading chapter 1 and chapter 2 from the contemporary English version. I read, Long ago, in many ways, and at many times, God's prophets spoke his message to our ancestors. But now, at last, God sent his son to bring his message to us. God created the universe by his son, and everything will someday belong to the son. God's son has all the brightness of God's own glory, and is like him in every way. By his own mighty word, he holds the universe together. After the son had washed away our sins, he sat down at the right side of the glorious God in heaven. He had become much greater than the angels, and the name he was given is far greater than any other names. Five. God has never said to any of the angels, You are my son, because today I have become your father. Neither has God said to any of them, I will be his father and he will be my son. When God brings his firstborn son into the world, he commands all of his angels to worship him. And when God spoke about the angel, he says, I change my angel into wind and my servant into flaming fire. But God says about his son, you are God and you will rule as king forever. Your royal power brings about justice. You are loved justice. You love justice and hate evil. And so I, your God, have chosen you. I appoint you and made you happier than any of your friends. 10. The scriptures also say, In the beginning, Lord, you were the one who laid the foundation of the earth and created the heavens. They will all disappear and wear out like clothes. But you will last forever. You will roll them up like a robe and change them like a garment. But you are always the same and you will live forever. God never said to any of the angels, sit at my right side until I make your enemy into a footstool for you. 14, the last verse. Angels are merely spirits sent to serve people who are going to be saved. Amen.
chapter 2. We must give our full attention to what we were told so we won't drift away. The message spoken by angels proved to be true and all who disobeyed or rejected it were punished as they deserved. So if we refuse this great way of being saved, how can we hope to escape? The Lord himself was the first to tell about it, and people who heard the message proved to us that it was true. God himself showed that his message was true by working all kinds of powerful miracles and wonders. He also gave his Holy Spirit to anyone who chose to. We know that God did not put the future world under the power of angels. Somewhere in the scripture, someone said to God, What makes you care about us humans? Why are you concerned for weaklings such as we? You made us lower than the angels for a while. Yes, you have crowned us with glory and honor and you have put everything under our power. God has put everything under our power and has not left anything out of our power, but we still don't see it all under our control. What we do see is Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels. Because of God's gift of undeserved grace, Jesus died for everyone. And now that Jesus has suffered and died, he is crowned with glory and honor. Everything belongs to God, and all things were created by his power. So God did the right thing when he made Jesus perfect by suffering. As Jesus led many of God's children to be saved and to share in his glory, Jesus and the people he makes holy all belongs to the same family. This is why he isn't ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. He even said to God, I will tell them your name and sing your praises when they come together to worship. He also said, I will trust God. Then he said, Here I am with the children God has given me. 14. We are people of flesh and blood. This is why Jesus became one of us. He died to destroy evil who had power over death. But he also died to rescue all of us who lived in fear of dying. Jesus clearly did not come to help angels, but he did come to help Abraham's descendants. Thank you, Jesus. He had, he had to be one of us so he could serve God as our merciful and faithful high priest and sacrifice himself for the forgiveness of our sins. It's in the last verse. And now that Jesus has suffered and was tempted, it can help anyone else who is tempted. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to us in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. So brothers and sisters, um, the word I want us to take from today's um, devotional is to help us understand that Jesus died for us. He came, clearly came to help us. He knows that we cannot help ourselves, so he came to help us. And 
If so, let us show the same kindness to other people who can't help themselves. We have people around us who are going through tough, who are very, very faint faith. Even if you think you don't even have much faith, their own faith is not even up to yours. Let's try to help our brothers and sisters. The same way Christ came to help us, right? Let's help one another. May the Lord interpret his word. I pray the Lord would give us a high that see, a head that hears, and a heart that comprehend in Jesus' name. We will not just be coming here morning to just dwell on his word, but we would understand while we meditate on his word in Jesus' name. Have a beautiful day and God bless you. Bye for now.